If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. All right. Travel tips. Just the tip. Just the tip. That's the title. Just the tip today. (laughs) Tip number one. No shaft. Don't chat with Cody on Sunday morning. Tip number one. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. My God, we're still going. We're still going. Season two is uh, going along, and we're, Christ, I can't believe we're in August. I know. I was thinking the same thing yesterday. Like, holy September, crap. as you're listening, it's like winter's coming. Yes. Ah, no. Yeah, it's hey, Arizona don't sound flies. so bad. No, uh, yeah. I've in the winter, not in the Arizona summer. and probably about six weeks from the airing of this, five weeks. And you're going to be going on a trip here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I've got I've got two two uh, major trips left. Am anniversary, anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary, Mrs. Brap. Ah, I mean, I don't I don't want to sound like uh, too happy or like uh, conceited or what whatever, but I'm very grateful. I know that I married the right gal when she not only is willing, but kind of suggests for our anniversary that we do a BDR hmm. together. I that mean, is I pretty like, cool. I think I got the right chick. <laughs> <laughs> no fires this time. No. It's been good. Yeah, the knock on wood, it's been kind of quiet as far as forest fires go this year, thankfully. Uh, Thank goodness, Smokey the Bear has finally caught on. mm. Only you. (laughs) Yes. So uh, we thought we would do a episode on tips for uh, making your travel or your trip more enjoyable or more memorable. Yeah, you know, and how to both remember remember the trip more. And... Sometimes we and we've talked about this. Pete from Moscow said something about like a, he had like one trip that went perfectly or something or close to perfect. And right. He's like, I hardly remember that one. <laughs> right. But I remember all the times I get a flat tire. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to like plan for things to go bad. But no, I mean, no, things definitely are, things are going to happen. I mean. uh just in my recent trip up to uh, <laughs> Tour Tech. I mean, we got there and no, it, was, it no, rained no. the first night. And then probably the most memorable thing was no. I had no one ride left to do that I needed to get done. And Let me preface this with, I was texting Chappie like probably two times a day. You need to ride that 890, okay? You need Did to ride you ride it. it yet? Did you ride, Did you ride, it, ride yet? it yet? Did you ride it yet? Okay, go it's ahead, like, Chappie. No, because they keep closing. They well, 
they closed up earlier than some of the others. And um, it was just, you know, if you didn't get there and book that bike and they only had two of the 890Rs. So, like, Harley had nothing but Pan Americas. Uh, Yamaha had T7s and a couple of the, the bigger ones. Uh, Triumph had a bunch of different bikes, and uh, KTM had a d- bunch of different bikes. But they had a lot of dual sports, too. So it was like 1290s or 890, and then they had an 890S. But it's an adventure rally, so everybody wanted to ride the 890R. Right. And, you know, I so finally got quick. signed up for it on, you know, Saturday. And <laughs> on my first turn, the thing runs out of gas. But <laughs> we didn't know it ran out of gas. So I was thinking, well, I got, like, a shitty ride because I couldn't twist the throttle. Because every time I did, it was like, Ugh. Don't lie. You were like, I can't wait to tell Cody this thing's a piece of shit. That's the first thing I said when we were standing (laughs) on the side of the road to the guy. You know, the the sweeper, I says to him, I says, you know, my buddy's a big KTM fanboy, and he's been telling me, you got to ride the 890, you got to ride the 890. And, you know, (laughs) this is what happens. And the guy laughs, and he goes, holy crap, not a good first impression. No. (laughs) I said, well... (laughs) Shit happens to every bike, but you thankfully know, we couldn't script this shit. That's how funny it is. It's <laughs> right. I mean, you're sitting there on the side of the road, gas. like, why did I ride this fucking bike? Well, yeah, and like we weren't sure because the gas gauge said it was half full, so we were like, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with the computer or something. Or we didn't know. I mean, but I'm they glad put it gas in it gas, and it ran, it, and yeah. That's, and it ended that's, up being a better ride because I was able to see more of what the what it had. Because you only went, air quotes, two miles an hour, air quotes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which made it more fun. Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, and that's, so, like, uh, the class, I, I'll remember that because I was not as prepared as I thought I was. Um, well, I mean, I have to point out that you had street tires on so and yeah, you weren't planning to do the class so that's no, kind of like not. to all of a sudden just jump into that i don't know that i personally could do that like spur of the moment like that yeah that, that's like ballsy. I, said, I my hat's off to you for that the the thing that got me was when i was struggling with something and you've got the guy telling you to do this do that and you like move your head from looking to where you want to go to like okay, am I positioning myself right? And then they're like, where are you going? Look where you're going. It's like, (laughs) it's just, there was so much input instead of like letting me do my thing and then, and then correct and then saying correcting or something. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was tough. And especially because the circle was really tight. If it was a little bit bigger, you know, to start with, yeah, like and if you then, started big and then kind of worked in, that might be right. More start big and get the get, get the, the basics you know, and then get, get the, the basics down. But they only had two hours too. This is normally a, an all day course, oh. and they were trying to crunch it all into well, two and they hours. Probably had more people. Maybe I'm guessing here, uh, maybe well, they, more they than they, they usually do because it was a a rally. They well, cut yeah. off how like how many people could be in the class. Yes. Yeah, but it was fun, and uh, I can't wait for Wendy to come on and talk about you know the performance center. Um, and if you didn't hear the last podcast, uh, you do not have to be a BMW owner to go to the BMW performance center and take their class. And they provide they provide the bike as well. They provide. So they provide. Yeah. So Does that mean it's free? Have to, no, it's you, not free. Just, you just fly in, and it's pretty cool. That is cool. So it doesn't matter where in the country or world you are. You just fly into South Carolina and get some top-of-the-line training Yes, top-of-the-line bike. Absolutely. And you don't have to trailer your bike, or you don't have to ride it the whole way there. You can just... Yeah, and I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but uh, one of the nicest things in the whole, at the end of the class, there was another, like, 
20 minutes or so. And they said, if anybody wants to try an 850 or 1250, we have two of them here that you can ride. Ooh. So yeah. What did you do? I mean, you I left. You left. Yeah, I left. You're like, I've tried an 850. I own it. It's right here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I talked to Wendy a little bit and then I went and uh, went for a ride to cool off because I was sweating. Yeah. It was hot. That's the thing with the rallies. You don't know. It could be it could be 90 degrees and and you're sweating like crazy or, well, it could be 90 in the morning and then rain in the afternoon and then be 100 at night. So it's yeah. Kinda, it's To your point, you just kind of got to go with it. Yeah. But, um, you know, coming home, I realized that, you know, I was there for, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was there for four days and I took five pictures. Yes, I was. I'm horrible. That's like barely one a day. Yeah. And I think the the majority of them were from the first day. And why is that? The second morning because we we, couldn't ride because it was raining. We were talking about that. Why didn't you take more pictures? There's so much to do. And it's like you're signing up for rides and you're talking to people and it's just the, the, the time goes by. I mean, I was there for four days. Uh, we got there Wednesday and we set up camp and we got there at 3.30. It was 8 o'clock and it started to rain. Like it seemed like a snap of a finger. We went to bed. We got up the next morning and still kind of drizzling. and then. All of a sudden, it was Saturday, and it's time to go home. It's like the, <laughs> the time just goes by so fast. So you have quick. To, There's so much yeah, going you, on, and it, and it's it's fun stuff. So yeah, and you're talking to people, and you're you're enjoying the time, and it's just the time slips by. It's like holy crap! It's time to go to bed already. It's about to get dark. That's how that's how you know it's a good time, but. I understand because yeah. I went to the earlier, the West rally and uh, I'm trying to make a video and I, I, I'm looking for footage of the rally and the camp at the rally and the food trucks or, or the ride. I did record our ride. Uh, my GoPro went into unstable mode. So if you've ever seen a GoPro three footage on a dirt bike, it's like having a seizure <laughs> when oh, you watch wow. it. That's how that is. Poor Frank. The first two rides we went on were triumphs and no triumph. And then we rode the Harley Davidson and his camera froze up on both of them, but he didn't know until. Yeah. yeah. You don't know. It sucks. But so, yeah, the point being, um, is you just get so in the moment. It's so fun, but that's kind of why we're having this episode. Even if you set a reminder on your phone before you go, Take just right. get a, a few pictures that you know you can reminisce and kind of relive it because most of us or all of us at some fashion have to come back from that fun four days and then reality sets in you're dealing with work or family and this and right. that and the dog or whatever and then pretty soon you kind of forget about it and it's just nice to be able to one go back look at the pictures or videos or share them with your family friends right. Because stories are great, but they say a picture is a worth a thousand words or whatever. Yeah, I I do have uh, three sixty footage of when we got there. I walked around with the three sixty camera, so Ooh. I'll be going through that and taking some pictures out of that. So nice. And the uh, other the other tip as to that, if you forget to uh, set a reminder or forget to take a bunch of pictures, whoever you meet there, if you get their number. That's kind of what I've been doing is group uh, begging for pictures, I guess. <laughs> Does anybody have any shots from the rally? <laughs> right. That, that's the last resort, but. <laughs> yeah. So like um, you're going to go on a trip. Probably the, the most important thing that I can say is when you're traveling, uh, you need to give your body and your mind time away from the bike whether you set goals as far as how far you want to 
travel in each leg, you know, before you stop, or if there's a certain thing that you like to stop at <coughs> Dunkin' Donuts or, um, <laughs> when I travel with, when I travel with the wife, she likes coffee, which is a double edged sword for me because the coffee makes her happy, but, but then- it makes the next stop that much sooner because then she's got to get rid of the coffee. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It so goes in and so it one comes stop out. is really two stops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You, about the time you get going, I don't know if you're like this, but I can pee 20 times and then put all my at yet gear on, right? And I've peed 20 times in, in preparation. But as soon as I get everything on, it's like five minutes sure, or less. Go. I've got to pee again or, you know, whatever. <laughs> got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yep. It's like, what are, what the hell? But that's, that's a good point. Uh, why do you need time away from the bike? Well, it's uh, riding a motorcycle, whether you, whether you understand or realize it, being super aware is stressful on your brain. Usually when I travel for a full day, by the time I get home or by the time I get to the hotel or whatever, I'm spent and I'm usually falling asleep way before but yeah you need time to let your brain not have to worry about things yeah yeah because if you spend too long you stop looking and you stop seeing the things that are important as far as you know dangers and whatnot so and um, and the cool things that you're passing too that too yeah like you just get in the zone and you're you're missing a lot of things which can be dangerous and also can kind of defeat the purpose of traveling, right? You want to see something. Right. Yeah, and I would recommend that, you know, if you see something cool, stop and take a picture. Um, I, I know you're not going to stop every time because you're never going to get anywhere. But it should be about the ride, not the destination. So, yeah. you know, a- another tip that kind of flows in, in – melds with this would be um, do not set goals to tackle too many miles in a day i mean if you're the yeah if you're the I type we're that all loves, guilty of that right yeah we've all, we've all done it but i agree it's a good make it realistic right when i did the trip with the wife um we did like 250 miles in a day I mean, it was all back roads. We were doing 35, 40, you know, so. So that's, fairly. That's still quite a bit of seat time. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. And we ended up spending more time on the bike than I probably had hoped for because, you know, to reach the destination. Well, because yeah. of the speed limit, you know. Yeah. You know, you figure 250 miles at, you know, say 60 a lot miles an hour is 250 minutes. It's a lot different at right. 60 miles an hour than 30 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If you're crunching highway miles, you're going to get a lot more mileage in. If and if you're, you're on the highway, there's probably not a lot you want to stop and see. No, but brakes are still important. Yes. Brakes are important. Definitely. I mean, remember you're riding, if you're, I don't know what the definition, highway, freeway, whatever you want to call it. But if you're on the road with semi trucks, you might want to rest your brain in your hands or ass or feet so that you're. When one swerves, yeah. you're you're alert and ready to react, right? Well, not just that, but the I'm going to say highway is like a multi lane where you can switch lanes. Okay, fair enough. So your your speeds are going to be probably between sixty and seventy five. I think is the the normal Average. speeds here yeah. in the, yeah in the states. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on what state you're in. You know, different states have different speeds. Here in Massachusetts, the max speed is 65. And that's but if you good, take 95, I remember this song. I can't drive 55. Yeah. And no, if 60. you travel down 95 to like North Carolina, South Carolina, there are points in which the speed limit is 75. Yeah. So same out west. Like, uh, well, we have some big stretches that are pretty open nothing around currently um but like just for those sections they're like up at five or ten miles an hour so but you got to be aware to be watching that too 
Right. Also, and there's no oncoming traffic usually. Transverse. When you go from that long stretch, let's say I'm traveling down south in Utah, and uh, I'm going to pull into Monticello, which is my second home now, but it's a really small town. But before you get there, you're you see like nothing but mountains and desert. You're doing seventy or seventy-five. As soon as you start pulling into that thing, that speed limit drops like. 10 miles an hour, 10 miles an hour, 10 miles, real quick. And there's always a cop sitting there, again, to be alert. But, like, when you're on those types of highways and stuff like that, you need to take a break every now and then because you're you're typically more open, so the wind is pushing you around and, you know. a damn wind. It gets boring, too, because there's no twisties. There's no skills yeah. needed to keep the bike you know on the road as much like if you were traveling through the mountains so like you're you're going along at 75 it's boring so yes. when you get bored you start to drift your mind starts to drift and you start thinking about other things and not paying as much attention we're all guilty of it i yeah. mean it's just Happens human nature all, but being aware of it and taking care of yourself right? you get bored your imagination starts to take over Idle hands, devil playground. Yeah, so it's important for you to pull over every now and then. And, you know, instead of stopping at a rest area, maybe get off on an exit and see if there's something nearby when you take your break. Grab some pictures. Yeah, do something. Do something a little different. That's like I kind of like started looking for just odd things. you know, like each town has some kind of character and history. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like, I don't know, I didn't even know this, but talking to Tim when I was in Arizona with him, we never got to it. But he told me about Winslow, Arizona. Now, anybody that's Stay our age probably knows. Winslow, Arizona. Yep, exactly. Tim was telling me there's a corner in Winslow, Arizona where they put a flatbed Ford, like uh, staged it there. Or that song, but it's like that. So, but just like every town seems to have a little kind of character thing you can find that's not like a real touristy thing. Some of them, and some of them are. But I just look for something interesting that I wouldn't see. Like I'm traveling because I want to see new stuff, right? And that's part of why we travel. And you you can find cool stuff if you don't just type in gas on google or whatever you're using nearest gas and then just go there and do the usual pee smoke eat whatever and hop back on you don't see much that way so just take a little yeah i mean if you're traveling to get to something like an event or something like that yeah the the highway is a lot of times going to be your mode of transportation because you only have a certain amount of time but um my travel tip uh, would be to pick a destination that you can get to in your allotted time and return home without highwaying. So going to Niagara Falls, which I can make in the car in five hours, taking two days to get there uh, via motorcycle through twisty back roads and mountain roads and stuff, I saw areas of New York that I never would have seen if we had chosen to take the highway. I love that. And you probably had more fun. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I mean, we saw some breathtaking views that I I didn't even realize New York had, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about the interstate or highways, faster speeds is you go where they wanted you to go and, you miss so much. Like sometimes it's just a mile off the highway or, or a road you're on is, I mean, we did that. I did an 18 day trip to Washington and Canada and back and through Idaho. And somebody asked me last night at dinner, what was, what was your favorite place or your best memory of that trip? And we went to some amazing places. I mean, Lake Louise is like a postcard in real life it's beautiful 
But my favorite one, one day we randomly just did this stop for a little food or whatever in a small town. And my wife saw this map board by the, it was like a, a wooden map. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was like a wooden map. And it said a motorcycle trail around this lake that we didn't even know. I still can't say the name of it. But it was so beautiful and so peaceful. And both of us, that was our answer. Oh, so you the went we found that. Lake Shishwaki or whatever, and we just we rode around it at the slowest pace we could. Just it wasn't planned, but it just presented itself, and it was so cool. Nice, yeah. I mean, uh, to some of the I went up to New Hampshire just recently. I took the highway up, and on the way home, I took the highway down and hopped on Route Two, which is the Mohawk Trail here in the Northeast. The Mohawk. And it is supposedly the original, like, you know, scenic trail. Like, before Route 66, mm. they used to do this in horse and buggies and little Model oh, wow. A's and stuff like that. That was the weekend scenic ride. They would come up over the mountain. To the make-out point. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I live here. So, I mean, I, I kind of take it for granted sometimes. But traveling that road on the way home was just so much fun because it's so twisty and it's up and down and there's you know the little indian stores and stuff where they sell moccasins and oh god i love that shit that was my grandpa's thing topaz jewelry yeah they've got it all totally into that but i mean for for the longest time it had kind of like started to die out and these stores were starting to look you know like they were going to be gone with COVID and people not being able to do anything, all of a sudden there's more cars out and these stores look like they're starting to come back. Oh, so wow. So when I went through, it was, them. it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause once they started opening things up again, people started going for rides again. Yeah. I mean, In it droves. used to be, a, <laughs> yeah. It, well, it used to be a thing where people would just, they would get in a car and go for a ride. Yeah, that's it was when I got married doing young, something. That was like our thing. Like I mean gas was like a dollar a gallon back then, but whatever. It was that was my wife's and I's thing. Like we would just go for a drive. Like that was our favorite right. like date night. Didn't even have to have a destination. We just kinda roamed and obviously that kind of carried on as as we've gone. We just go <laughs> to motorcycles, but Seeing stuff, new places, new faces. It's great. Yeah. And and being rested. I wanted to add one thing uh, to your tip of sure. resting and time away from the bike, especially on, like you were saying, straight miles, you know, mm-hmm. high-speed highway. Uh, if you are using dual-sport-type tires, doesn't mm-hmm. matter, 50, 50, 70, whatever, um, I have noticed doing a lot of straight miles on pavement will uh, wear out the middle of my, of those tires because their com- their composition is different, right? Than yeah, say, and you're all, full you're on not, street, and you're not turning, you're not you're not on the right. edges. You're just using that one thing. So when you rest or get gas or whatever, it's not a bad idea to just kind of take a quick look at. At your tires also say you're traveling through vegas or arizona or somewhere if it's 100 degrees outside and you're doing 75 miles an hour or whatever for an hour and a half your tires might mm, they're gonna be they warm. might react differently they might <laughs> yeah they're gonna be warm yeah so, so try and find a spot that's not on you know, like when you park try and find a dirt pull off or something like that so your tires aren't sitting on asphalt. I think that would be a good yeah. tip also. Because, uh, you know, as motorcyclists, we experience it all. Sometimes we think it's going to be just a perfect day because the weather app says, perfect weather for a ride. And then you can, it can go up to 100 degrees or it can, like the yeah. video I sent you earlier was yesterday. It was 90 degrees when we went out to, my daughters, they went on their Can-Am and 
they came back in a hailstorm. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, what the hell? So yeah, extreme temperatures though, they, they can do things to the bike and to the tires and But the Kemimoto is good to go. The Kemimoto's good to go. Waterproof, hailproof. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, it's on the way back from New Hampshire, it was hot. Because I was doing highway, the wind is going through me. I'm not sweating. So my my motorcycle air conditioning isn't working because there's plenty of air, but it's like hot, stuffy air. Mm -hmm. So at one point, once I got almost to the Massachusetts border from New Hampshire on the highway, I went through, it all of a sudden started to sprinkle and rain. But the temperature went from 90 to 75. And it was and like, oh, like, my God, I love this. Yes. Yeah. And then it went away and we got back to 90. And I'm like, shit, I should have stopped and got <laughs> wet. <laughs> yeah, the, the swamp cooler or whatever effect, the uh, evaporative yes. cooling. <laughs> it works. Yeah, that's it true. works and really well. Even cloud cover, if it rains or doesn't. Like yesterday, I was while they were out on the Can-Am, I was working on the dirt bike, trying to get some stuff put together on it and it was you know real hot but then the clouds would just kind of cover the sun and you feel it drop 10 degrees oh god it's so great hmm. however if yes. it's a lower temperature and then the clouds come over uh, in canada we we were climbing elevation and we would hit a pass amber and i and oh my god so you went from you know just a jacket as we start going up the pass, we realize, oh my God, we need the, the insulation under, maybe maybe cold gear. <laughs> but then you come down the pass, and then it's it's warm again. It's right? again. So it's a it's a good time to stop, rest, take in the scenery, let your uh, legs get some blood. Yes, yeah, because sitting in one position, I mean, it's different in a car because you can move your legs around and. You can only move your legs around so much. You know, you got the the heel on the peg. You got the toe on the peg. You know, uh, if you have highway bars, you can put your legs oh, up yeah. on that. But <laughs> that still doesn't relieve any stress from the butt. You know, you can only, like in a car, you can, like, scooch over a little bit so you're sitting on a different part of your butt. But you can't yeah. really do that in a motorcycle. You can put the seat up a little, a little back. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. And when you stop, it's a good time to take some pics so that you will remember your trip. Yes. Or a little video. If you saw something cool on the way, to pull out your phone or your camera and do a little talking head. Talk to the camera and tell tell yourself, your future self, at. what yeah. you just saw. And, you know, just telling yourself that uh, you'll remember it later when you pull up Definitely that video when it pops up on your phone here's the pro tip you ready for the pro pro tip yeah if you're riding two up you just designate the passenger to do photo video it's worked for me so far so you're in i don't want to jinx it pictures but yeah that way yeah. i concentrate on driving and you know the passenger can has more freedom to like see cool things like oh there's a bear or something you know whatever right there's a hooker i don't i don't know whatever you see as you go because i just say that because last night we were downtown and having ice cream with the kids and i'm not sure if she was a professional but she looked like she was trying to be <laughs> just because of the way she was dressed or because of the way she yeah, was acting both both yeah. Well, I was going to say, because pe people tend to dress. Yeah, I mean, it's a the bar district, right? Nowadays yeah, anyway. but, but no, this one looked like uh had an, a resume, I guess. I don't, I don't know how to put it politically correct. <laughs> resume. <laughs> anyway, whatever you, whatever you see that's, you know, not natural to what you're used to every day. It could be a great mountain. It could be a wildlife. It could be a... a a store with a funny name, Nacho Mama's Restaurant. That was a pretty Excuse funny one I saw once. Excuse me, sir. Is your name John? Uh, it could be. <laughs> is your name 
Stacy. <laughs> Stacy. I know my kids listen to some song. It's not my Stacey's name. Stacy's mom. Oh yeah, that one's a good one. Stacy's mom's got it going on. Yeah, if you see Stacy's mom, she's got it going on. Take a picture as well. <laughs> Send it to Cody. No, don't. my wife will shoot me. <laughs> At two wheels in a tent. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to get all of my fill of being a heathen. A heathen? Being a heathen in about a month. Yeah. I get to go see Amy Lee in mm. live. Taking my wife to keep me in line. <laughs> Cody, Cody. Same thing. I wouldn't want her hanging out with Brad Pitt without me there. Okay. So not that I'm hanging out with Amy Lee, but in my mind, I probably am. Mm. (laughs) You can also, if you have GoPros um, while you're riding, I know somebody that yells at their camera to have it start recording and then they yell at it to stop recording. Who? (laughs) I'm not sure. And then <laughs> you can also drivers, <laughs> but you can also set up your camera uh, to where if you reach over and hit the button on top, it automatically it turns on and starts to record, and then you can hit the button and it'll it'll shut off. Theoretically, sure. that's how these things work. In real life, it's not always that simple, right? I haven't. You were I just telling me about an Frank issue. and and missing half of the. I know, mm, but I, I haven't had that issue. I don't know if it's I just because I record in lower defi- definition. or I'm just wondering, is it the SD card, SD card speed? I, I'd love to figure that out because the I'm only, hearing it like from multiple people. It's not just... Yeah, the only time I had an issue with a recording from my GoPro was I used a SD card bigger than 64 gigs. Yeah, I think you were telling me that. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, and use it GoPros, wasn't the recommended one. So, but there's nothing more frustrating, at least to me and some others, that you get this 15 minute recording, you go home, you watch it, and you get 30 seconds of video, and then it freezes on a frame, and the audio keeps recording perfectly. So you yep. can, you know, to me, it always happens right before I have a off or a tip over. So I can hear myself, oh, blah, 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 but it's still stuck on like my leg going over the bike to get on picture. <laughs> yes. So check your footage, check your picture, make sure that you got uh, the mountain you were trying to shoot and not accidentally had it in reverse mode. You know, I'm just oh. covering, covering bases. Yeah. Hopefully that won't be the case. Also. I would say to make it more memorable and enjoyable, possibly. Um, maybe hit like a local restaurant or something if you stop to eat or something. Like not not the chain, you know, the big chain right. restaurant. Find like, a diner or Yeah, you find like the like. local flavor. You'll you'll kinda get the feel of like when we pulled into Canada we just hit this it looked like a dive bar and it and it was, but we went in and, you know, you had your regular locals there and and the food was kind of different than than we were used to back in our state when we went to a restaurant right. like that. And it, was, and it was really nice. Like, you just kind of get to experience a different world. Yeah, so like basically, don't, don't stop at McDonald's and Subway for your lunch. Uh, find yeah, some place that makes sandwiches. Yeah, find a, a little... Store or into greasy breakfasts. Oh man, some of the small towns will make you old fashioned breakfasts. Stick to your stomach type breakfast. Breakfasts. Breakfasts. Yeah, I'm not talking carnation instant breakfast. Okay, come on. Any other tips there, Chapster? Um, yeah, I would, I would just say like, stay off the beaten path. Uh, I I like your tip about you know hitting the the local flavor. I mean, you don't have to do it every day if you're camping and you enjoy yeah. cooking at camp. Um, you know, like so I was talking to Frank, he was more of the like, I mean, I rode all day and the last thing I want to do is 
cook at camp and then have to clean everything. Yeah. So when you can. There's two quote unquote camps on that subject, right? Like, yeah. And I mean, everybody's different. You know, if you're the. It depends on the, the day, too. You can be of both camps. Some days you're just petered out. Yeah. And I mean, weather can play into that, yeah. too. You know, if it's pouring rain, the last thing you want to do is be boiling some spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although that could be a, a yummy meal. Um, <laughs> sitting in a restaurant where well, it's dry and you're not getting rained on can be uh, a blessing. Unless you have a blacktail hotel, motel, and you can just cook inside your. But you don't really want to cook inside it because then you get the, you know, the smells and. Well, if you want to cuddle with a furry bear, I don't want. That's a good way to. That's a good way to do. I don't want it because even the bear, the bear's not bear. He's got fur. Yeah, but to your, the bear's bear, not naked. Well, don't squeeze the Charmin. <laughs> to your point. Is that of, the bear of, one? I think It so. is the bear one. Yeah. <laughs> no little uh, white specks on his fluffy <laughs> hand. Oh, I just told the story the other night. But I'll, I got to say this before I forget. To your point of, you know, being in a warm restaurant and stuff when it's raining. Uh, also a good place to uh, get rid of some food. Previously food. Oh, yeah, go to the bathroom. Yeah, not have to bury it or carry it out or whatever. Oh, yeah, or use whatever, a portable. Whatever's your flavor. We won't even get into that. I don't want to know what you do with your number two. Nope. <laughs> We're not talking about pencils. Specs, we are not specs, talking about to... yellow pencils. No? Number two pencil? No. <laughs> they can be sharp or they can be dull. It's kind of like people. Hmm. <laughs> If you we have had this a sharp this number two. I'm surprised Chappie can still talk. We had, I put Chappie through hell this morning. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> if if you have a sharp number two, you are in deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about sharp or dull. Mine just mine are just smelly. I know that. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that's On a good that point. Note, let's go somewhere else. That's that's a good point. Yeah, use use that before you get your food or after you get your food, though. Probably, you don't want them to kick you out if you destroy their bathroom. Right. I mean, do what you want, do what you want, whatever you're into. But it's a good place to hit the restroom. Uh, maybe, as Squatch calls them. Sorry, I don't want to offend any professionals here, but uh, take a quick hooker bath. You know, if you're camping a lot, you can go in, do the pits, the face, you know, the private, whatever. Wipe them off, whatever. I mean, it's a little weird. Don't put your junk in the sink if it's a, like multi-person bathroom. <laughs> Poor guy walks in to take a leak, and you're yeah. in there. That's a little awkward. But again, whatever you're into. But it's a good That's place. That's not to a bird up. bath. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was where the uh, wrinkly hot dogs. <laughs> That's behind <rested>. the counter, <laughs> next to the Frankenbeaners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, <laughs> Frank and Beaners. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but yeah, you can stop at, uh, and if you want to eat your lunch, like in a, a Vista or something you, you saw or whatnot, and you want to take a break, but you don't have lunch with you, run into Sandwich town or, or wrap. Yeah, absolutely. Amanda does that quite often. Tofu, if that's what you're into. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you can find all kinds of Picnic. stuff in little stores. And that's one thing I learned from uh, Greg and Jess. They do it because of the dog a lot, but they will they will purposefully make their stops more. I mean, yeah, you still got gas, but they'll leave their stuff on, all their gear, get their gas, swipe the card, go. If they grab a sandwich or snack and then go to like a park or a Vista. So they make their stop kind of beautiful every time. It, it, if they right. can and, and that makes it more enjoyable as well and picnics are freaking awesome anyway yeah i gotta so figure out a way to uh put dunkin donut coffees on the bike so we can drive them down the road and stop somewhere well wakeko has a thing for the k cups oh yeah um i don't know if i'd imagine dunkin donut makes k cups yes they do. i would imagine so just a thought 
Just a thought. You could surprise Bob. <laughs> you don't have to stop at Dunkin' Donuts this time. We're not gonna, I yeah, brought but her with us. She'll look at you like, what? Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's only one. Yeah, that's true. Well, stop at a, at a park with a restroom. Then you can give her the coffee, sit around for a minute. I need to get like cup holders her. for the the bike so I can get Dunkin' Donuts, put them in the cup holders, and drive to a park. How about, you know those helmets you see at like baseball games or whatever? <laughs> get one of those for she my... She can just have two Dunkin' Donuts. With a straw. <laughs> with a straw. <laughs> just make sure they're not too hot. <laughs> and then I got to get like a flusher to put on the back seat. Yeah, or you could just get her to Pens for Christmas. See if you're still alive well, in the, the morning. It's funny, depends, but I, I don't dare to do that. depends on if she'll wear them. I, I tell the kids, shit, they're in like a, a desert race. I'll just, I'll, I'm not above it. Let's just get some depends. I don't think I would mind peeing, but like crapping oh, yeah. myself. Yeah, no. yeah, that, I don't want to go back to that stage too early. And then uh, one, one, I don't know if it's the final one, but if you're traveling multiple days, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, but. I like to, and, and a lot of people seem to like to schedule a little, like a buffer, either maybe a half a day or even a full day, a buffer time that you don't have planned. Cause I, I know you got to get back to work and we all have time schedules and stuff. But when you're traveling, especially by motorcycle, some days your miles are easy and you make them no problem. Some days the weather gods have different things in store for you. And uh, some days, or the roads are a little rougher closed. than you thought. Roads are closed. Oh, yeah. You got a detour. I mean, construction. Leave a little bit of time for flexibility because then you're not stressed. You've got it built yeah. in and you can just enjoy it. Whether you find something cool you want to see that you didn't expect, or all of a sudden a rock slide took out the pass and you've got to backtrack two hours or something, you know, because these right. things do happen. Unfortunately, quite often, actually. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you're, you're doing. When you're dealing with non highway stuff. Yeah. I gotta say, that's one thing. Um, most of our stops on the way out and back from Niagara Falls were like at a Dunkin' Donuts gas station. We would have a cigarette. I mean, we spent a lot more time on the bike, we spent mm-hmm. more time at Niagara Falls because of it. So we spent, you know, we got there early enough that we were able to enjoy the afternoon. And then we stayed a little bit in the morning. And we got to see it first thing in the morning, too. So Oh, wow. We left a little bit later. So that was, you know, we spent more time in Niagara Falls than, you know, if we were just, if you were just doing a trip, you know, like a a loop trip or something. So our stops were shorter. Another great tip he just brought up that he didn't even think of, probably. Uh, if you're going, we say it's the journey, not the destination. That's mm-hmm. that's my life mantra, but let's not forget the destination. Whatever your destination is, if it's like a, a, some place that's visually beautiful, think about that. Because if you can see the sun rise, uh, the sunset, or if it's lit up at night, like think about that i didn't used to do that but now timing like some vistas are totally different as the sun sets as opposed to at noon or you know yeah and i didn't learn that until you showed me niagara falls at night when you showed me those pics i was like shit i'm gonna at night (laughs) we ended up at the finger lakes uh right about sunset so seeing the the orangish sun like reflecting off the lake was kind of cool too yep these things are priceless people so if you're going to travel any distance to see something make sure you see it uh like i'd have been really bummed if lake louise was all fogged over when we were there we couldn't see it i'd have been really yeah really upset yeah and a lot of this stuff can go into like planning if you're the type that likes to plan some things you can search google maps and there's you know like apps like rever and love that uh, on on x off-road there's a a bunch of different things that you can use if you have a gps 
uh, whether it's Garmin or TomTom or whoever, a lot of them have things that you can do in their maps and look, you know, to see what's around, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I just recently got Rever because of the whole tour tech. It was free for a year by joining. Come to find out every Butler map made is on. Yes. Rever. That's why I love Rever. And another side note, I was trying to get uh, Brad, uh, Justin Bradshaw on who was Butler maps at one point. Uh, he has now moved on. He started Rever. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, so the kid that was up there connection. doing that was, was really cool. So that and, that took time out of my trip, like trying to download yeah. that with the not-so-good service. service. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, every butler. So uh, I obviously am very familiar with the BDR butler maps mm-hmm. in the country. But they also have the road ones that that rate the uh, rides of the roads, right? You know, like yeah, and uh, and those are on the load, river too. Yeah, other people load up rides and stuff mm-hmm. too. So, like, if you have a favorite ride, you can go in and you know track your ride and then upload it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's how, forward that's to how Amber and I found a couple. Uh, I guess they're called basically scenic byways, right? I'm sure they mm-hmm. have stuff like that. Which are, have become my favorite kind of two-up thing to do. If it says scenic byway, pretty much, yeah, we're down for it. Yeah. It's usually, usually in my experience, it's kind of paved. It's probably going to have some twisties, uh, some, some views. So, and I want to say lower speeds than, you know. Yeah, seventy miles an hour, so you can actually enjoy it. It's it's yeah, more of a is, peaceful type ride, right? Which is good because you can actually look out and then look back to the road without traveling, you know, a mile. <laughs> yeah. Oops, <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> Alrighty, so we've come to that time in the podcast where we want to give you the discount code that you can use to save at uh, mototomic.com. Go get yourself. Some hats, t-shirts, hoodies, Gas can dry hoodie. bags. Yeah, the dry bags. I used my Mototomic dry bag to pack all of my camping stuff in, and it kept my stuff dry. And even once I got up there, we got the rain. Anything that was in there stayed dry, and then I had an ant problem, and the, it kept the ants away. And we oh my figured God, it out. sounds like you had an adventure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always an adventure. Good thing you had so, Montatomic to help. Yeah. You know what I like yes. about the Montatomic dry bag? Besides all the stuff you just said? What? I can find it when I'm camping. Because it's, it's orange. freaking orange. Yeah. I used to be a big, like, into camouflage. And I found very quickly that, like, don't buy camouflage camping shit. <laughs> I've lost more knives and more, <laughs> you know, little tools that are in a camouflage pouch than I care to admit. So hmm. Dan, the man at Monotonic has bright orange, which makes cars see you and it makes it easier to find your stuff. If you're yeah, one of those, like, uh, like if you've watched dork videos, sometimes people like to have beverages at night. Okay. Some people like to have a lot of beverages. So if you're one of those, not judging, whatever, that's awesome. But in the morning, it's easier to find an orange one on the dirt than it is a, a brown bag or camouflage Absolutely. bag. So. That it is. You can also use that discount code over at Moto Camp Nerd. Yeah. Uh, at Moto Camp Nerd, they have camping supplies and tents, sleeping Everything. bags, sleeping pads, all thought of with the motorcyclist in mind. So it's Stuff small packing, thought of. lightweight. Yeah. But everything he has is small packing. So whether you're a motorcyclist or even maybe a backpacker, because backpackers, they probably have less room than a motorcycle unless you're traveling two up. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, that's another animal. (laughs) Yeah. So everything is small packing and it's lightweight and it's uh, all high quality stuff. So you're not going to buy something there and have it like crap out on you right away. Definitely quality gear, uh, as 
as I have said before, buy nice or buy twice. And recently I heard buy once, cry once. Yes. Good well, mantras. We can make the cry a little bit less because at those two yeah. places, links in the description, you can use the discount code throttled ADB, T-H-R-O-T-T-L-E-D-A-D-B. No spaces. No spaces. And now the only crying room for crying that there is, we all hate crying. I can't stand it. Uh, is if you forget to put the code in when you order. That's on you. Mm. That's yes. on you. I'm guilty of it. It sucked. <laughs> I forgot to put it in. I have done that as well. Yeah, well, whatever. But yeah, we suggest you put the code in, save yourself some money, buy some gas or food, and go have an adventure. Yes. And then a uh, huge shout out to our sponsor, uh, B-Moto. Uh, if you need some work done on your motorcycle, whether it be suspension work, motor work, uh, refurbishing of carburetors. Seracoding. Yeah, Seracoding. You want something coated so it stays nice and clean and looks new for a yes. long time. Thank you. You can ship that stuff out to B-Moto. You can head on over to the website in the description of the podcast and check out what it is they do. They yes. are very knowledgeable, very friendly, and you know, if you're in the area, you can stop by the shop and our little buddy Paco Pete will give you a ride in the Carney Crew Clown Car. Carney, so. I can't even say that. <laughs> I get tripped up on it. Carney Crew Clown Car. Okay, the Quad yeah. C. And and totally honest, people like I I got to visit them down there. And was at the shop and trying to visit with Paul and uh, Pete. And Paul was kind of in work mode. And I realized right then that my engine was in the right hands because he he definitely is a like pay attention to detail and uh, he has pride in his work. So to see that was cool. I mean, I already kind of knew that, but to see it, I'm just, I'm just saying. I would definitely trust you know, somebody like Paul to work yes. on my expensive stuff because you don't want somebody that just does it willy nilly. And his name's not Willie. So his name's not Willie. So, so he won't do it willy nilly. Also caveat, I, I guess if you're taking your stuff down there to get worked on, caviar. he's a nice guy and he will conversate, but also he, he can get focused and that is not a bad thing. Hmm. So when he's yes. measuring with the micrometer thing, just shut up. I, I'm sorry, Paul, if I have, if I distracted you at all. <laughs> I, I'm sure I did. I don't know why I would think that. You have sure. you have that effect on people. Yeah, I should come with a light, a warning label on my forehead. <laughs> they distract you at inopportune moments. <laughs> the offending distractor is here. Ah, yes. <laughs> All righty. With that being said, uh, thank you all for listening. Yes. You join hear our some, Patreon and uh, I was gonna say, support if, our weak ass. No, I'm just kidding. If you want to hear some bonus content or listen to these podcasts a little bit early, uh, every podcast goes up a few days early for the patrons over on Patreon. Again, the link is down in the description. For as little as uh, $5 a month, you can listen to this. And we also do... Uh, some bonus content and uh, I guess some Zoom random calls. Yeah, yeah, Zoom call every now and then. Which is real fun so. for us and hopefully for you guys. But yeah, we appreciate your support. Uh, but we, we've been putting in the episodes. We enjoy you coming along. If you haven't heard the back catalog, feel free to check it out. We'd love to have you along for the ride. Yes. Lots of camping stuff and riding stuff. We're even riding with dogs on this channel now. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. And until next week. Thanks for letting us invade your ear holes, baby. You just got to watch out. That little elf gets in your ear holes. The what if elf? He'll fuck you right up if he gets in your ear holes. Don't let him invade. Oh. Next one.
I gotta run, I just drink some stuff and donuts.